first of all, I'm glad that we're doing this. Hell yeah, this two, is gonna be fun. I'm happy for you guys. Yeah. And two, She's let me know leave. if I yell or if I am not loud enough. No, you need to yell. You need to yell. And we're okay, going to get this party started. To be, yeah, you just, we we just should talk, sign a contract that normal. after this she can now start her own podcast. <laughs> she can start whatever she wants. Are you ready? I have no Are time. you ready? I'm yeah. ready. She's like, better somebody. Yes. Welcome to the LG 1904 show. It's your boy B. Graf. Yeah. Oh, boy. You guys are not ready for what's going on today. Oh, hey, Lil Wyatt. Oh, and a Steelers outfit, too. And it's game day, baby. It's game Repeat game after me. Game we game only love the Steelers game around game here. No, yeah. Dustin only loves the Steelers. No, you here. do, too. I don't, not even remotely <laughs> close like the Steelers. On today's episode, we have... Mm-hmm. Ping, tong, pong. We have Clea and her mother, Deshira, on. Hello there. Oh. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> Whoa. When this came up, this was, what was it, two weeks ago? Yeah. I was like, hey, yeah, no, I'll bring my mom on. Hold on. And then like 10 seconds later, we're in a group chat with everybody. It's like, hey, mom, I need you to come on this podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, when? <laughs> yeah. You know I don't like to stay up late, so make it early. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, she doesn't like to drive at night. She doesn't like to drive That's at night. Right. Yeah. That's right. There's too many crazies out there. I get it. Hey. Good That's night. why I have a white car. That's <laughs> 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 a trick. By the way, that car is pretty nice, too. Oh, huh? I love it. You drive by yourself. Oh boy! Is it a Ford? It's a Ford, isn't we it? We don't need to trust that. It's a Mustang. Ford. Oh, you got the Emoc. The Emoc. Nice. I, I can see the key, and I'm like, that's a Ford. I, know. I don't like the fucking. Yo, let's. It drives by itself. That's. It does. I it's would scary. not trust technology. It is scary. Much. I actually drove by. Oh, here we go. It, it drove I know. She actually. sent us a video. She literally <laughs> took. She turned on the camera, put the phone in the passenger seat oh, facing passion. her, and was like. <laughs> oh man! Just proud. Look at look at me. We, I didn't. You there was no sound. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I worked for Ford for a long time, and for they were the first ones to come out with like the self park mode, and you would like pull up on a curb with a customer and go to do it. They'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like freaking out. So and then when the adaptive cruise control and the lane keep came out, you would do the same thing. I'd be like, "Look, no hands." They'd be like, "Put your hands on the steering wheel." Yeah. Now it drives by itself. Cool. It's Crazy. cool. Parks by itself. You just drive up and then it'll beep and you're let go, let go of the steering wheel and it parks itself. Your, your car does that too, doesn't it? Yeah, you, you actually, you just put it on a park assist and mm. it drives around until it finds parking. Oh, it's even better. What? Yeah, you used to have to like turn on your turn signal, turn on park assist. It was like a whole nightmare. No, just push the park assist. It's pretty sick. It, it, <sighs> it looks like, um, it reminds me of a Tesla inside. It looks but cooler. Like, a, like a computer. You I mean, used I'm to a have hater. a Mustang. I'm a hater. I mean, I've had Are only you? Mustangs. So. I was going to yeah. say, what? what she, is the affinity? I, was, I wanted the Mustang this time around, but she got it. And you're just stuck with a plain ass old Mercedes. Oh, bummer. Hey, <laughs> it's a mom, I it's literally a mom's just car. told her I want to trade it. Nope. <laughs> it's a mom's car. Well, the Mercedes is a mom car? <laughs> I don't know many moms with Mercedes. <laughs> Oh, Go you ahead, get, turn that up, guys. Oh, that's the that's yeah, no, that's no, the intro song. Yeah, I know that. We're done here. Right, oh, guys. we're done here. It's been another episode of the Nineteen Oh Four Show. Oh my goodness! So I got a mom car now. <laughs> Don't you have a two door coupe? This one, no. The Mercedes is in a coupe. No, it's a four door. No. <sighs> I know. I'm sad. I were I re- was just talking about trading it in today. I'm like, I hate it. Really? Yeah. The well, gas is nice, four-cylinder. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I'd rather pay for an eight-cylinder and have a two-door. I So my big complaint with Mercedes and BMW, most of the German makes Audi, too, is for up until 2018, they didn't have touchscreen for anything. They had these stupid little consoles that you would have to touch and move. and it like it was uh, Up until when? 17. Okay, mine's a 17. Mine's all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Go, go, you, gadget. Do you have a... Do you have a 
E or S class? I think S. C. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. C is the entry level. The and then E is the, is the top of the line. Oh, so okay, once you get the one. S and E class, then, so you're then you. So saying would, I'm ghetto. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> my brother has these. So yeah. Everything is. E class is nice. It's also not good on gas. It's an eight cylinder, hauls ass, but. Yeah, you have a C what, two fifty or three? Three fifty or three? Three hundred. Three hundred. Nice. You have a six cylinder. I'm not into the vibe. It's four. Is it? Yeah. That is how they got me. Because I was like, okay, well, gas. Yeah, no, that's a win. Yeah, no. Come on. Definitely. No. Clay, how's life been? Been good. Been good? Yeah. You've been slammed lately. Well, not really slammed. The past week. (laughs) Well, and it's been, I feel like, a lot of anticipation. Do you want to talk about what you got going on? Yeah. So we are currently making a documentary. I don't. Last time I haven't talked about that here yet. You, have I? we, it was, it was in such the, like the yeah. primitive stages of what was going on. You're like, I'm gonna do this. I think it was because you came on and you talked about all the stuff you had been. I don't on. think we talked about it after that because I no. think that I didn't even have the idea when I came on here because I remember I, I thought of it like two days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, spoke about it at one of the episodes, but it was very brief. I know. I think it was she came on and talked about having done with art. Was it? Was it? With yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. It was, but it was real brief, though. Yeah. I mean, it's happening now. It's a we're definitely you're filming a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's happening. We had this was like well, we already shot a couple of scenes before, but then this week we did like the interviews. So what we're doing is we're making a documentary, kind of honoring somebody's story that um, has you know passed away from overdose. So what I wanted to do is kind of take this, you know, everybody intervention addicted. Especially addicted, you know. I feel like those shows completely um, exploit people. It, they're they're made for normies, you know. And what I wanted to do is kind of honor the family and then let them tell their story, get some healing from them, but then make it our style so that you know people can understand that. Regardless of just fentanyl, because primarily I wanted to get into fentanyl, but then like as time went on, it's just it's it's everywhere. It's a th- it's a known thing now. Fentanyl is an, and I feel like it's going to be something else in a few months. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. I mean, we started shooting uh, the family on Tuesday, and that was really intense. They came out of here. They came out here from Texas, and um, it was a really emotional day. It was long. It was like <clears throat> early morning till night, and it was a. Uh, I could have gone for another six or seven hours. I was like, I, it was so beautiful. Everything in that, I was crying. Obviously, yeah. like, you know what I mean. <laughs> It's just. <clears throat> What's your I, role in all this? Are you interv- Are you interviewing them? Um, are I you am, just watch? Oh, I you am, are. I Holy am. shit! I am, but I'm not in it. Okay. I was going to be, but then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, now I'm just right next to the camera. So. What a crazy move! That that's baller as fuck. It's so cool. Will it you it be is, in a in a camera? Right. Will I you? mean, yes. They 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 want to interview me too and kind of talk about you know just ask me questions, but. For right now, I mean, we did the families, and then Wednesday we did um, the doctor, and then the the head of the coordinator of detox, and then we had a like a surprise um, interview, which was so sick. It was we were um, well, I was outside, and I hadn't even talked to the doctor yet or the detox coordinator. This was all Sage is doing, you know, like getting people ready to get interviewed, and when we were outside. I was hearing that the detox coordinator was getting cold feet, and I was like, oh, man, I just need to go talk to her. I need to go tell her. Because you can hear what somebody's doing from somebody else, but until you hear it from, like, somebody who's, like. Whose idea it is. Like, you know, no, I don't want to take. I don't want to just. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just when you hear my passion behind it and my motive and, like, where it it comes from, you know. 
So I sat there and I was talking to her and then I saw her demeanor sort of change as, you know, as I'm, and I kind of explained to her where I came from and, you know, just how crazy it is of like in 2009 to see that I was one of those people being exploited and now I get to do something to switch the narrative, you know what I mean? And like, I get to be on the different side of it, you know? And uh, she was like, well, I have, you know, there's actually a client that I think would might be interested you know, and what you're doing. So hmm. I was like, well, go get him, you know? So she, they went and got him. They brought him in some six foot three guy looks like, does not look like he belongs in detox. You know what no I mean? And shit. I'm like, yeah. And he sat down and he, I, she's like, tell him what you told me. And I told him. And then, um, he, I was like, what's your story? And he was an, he's an NFL player. He just, he's actually not an NFL player. But he got out now, Wow. but he's in detox, you know, he was an out. He was, he yeah. was in the Seahawks. Wow. So he oh, wanted wow. he one hundred percent wanted to be in it. He was so rad. Yeah. Like yeah, like at oh, first man, I was, I'm getting goosebumps yeah, thinking about like, it now. What was he in detox it. for? He was in detox for fentanyl. Jesus yeah. fuck. So he kind of which was funny because as we're interviewing him, I'm like <laughs> I'm all of a sudden I'm like a, a documentary enthusiast. Like I, I think I just tapped into something that I've never known I love so much. I love documentaries, but to like just dig and then all of a sudden like you just got to keep digging because you're just like oh my god he's talking about how much they force fed people to take painkillers oh you know? yeah and obviously that's a thing and I've, I've heard i feel like we've heard about it when there was a documentary about people that get hit football players CT, get hit. yeah yeah so he was talking about you know they since he was the top he was a number one draft pick in america in high school damn right? so he was talking about in college how it started then with the pain pills you know and in time just like everything we do your your passion starts feeling like you're forced to do it and he hated it you know and he started seeing like what it was what was happening to him on the field with in regards to like making sure that he stays high so that he can keep performing and that's what they all do Horrible. so once yeah. he got an injury to his knee he felt at that time that he just didn't have the heart to like keep healing and get back on you know so he got out and then boom Hmm. went from being fed uh, painkillers to looking for a drug dealer out here, a.k.a. the doctors. He had different doctors. You know, when they started getting sketchy about him, then he went to fentanyl. Oh. And the cool part about his story is that, I mean, the day before I had been praying, like, God, I feel like this is a great thing for, like, girls and people, girls in high school that will be able to see DFC and be into it. But then what about the boys, you know? Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're different. And then, boom, the next day an NFL player comes on, you know? And I was like, okay. All right, gosh. Damn. I see what you want to sit All right. We're yeah, doing this. I was pumped up. So Hell it was yeah. cool. And I don't know. And his story is cool, too, because he didn't lose anything. He still has a great – he he invested great money. He's got a house. He's got a kid. He's got a wife. You know? And just it, got, it, whoo, just got he just He just didn't want to be who he was anymore. His so bottom was like, you know, get out in right time. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard that story yeah. so many times. There was uh, the Colts starting quarterback Andrew Luckett, and nobody will confirm nor deny this, but it came out in the organization like he was a number one draft pick too. I don't, he was a first round draft pick, and he was the starting quarterback for a professional team. And then he got hurt, and then he got strung out, and then he's just like, I'm walking away from football because it is destroying my life. Yeah. And then it was like people in within the organization were like, Yeah, he was addicted to taking painkillers and like who's who the hell isn't you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i mean how, how would you not be right and yeah. they need it to play 
oh, play that hard. After they, I'm thinking about hurt. being high and be like, yeah, I'll go play some football. Well, like, it's one, crazy. 100%. I mean, they get hurt and they get right back on the field. It's like, mm, come on. Yeah. yeah. We're not dumb. And, yeah. and that's the thing. He, he was, we, we, it, we veered off so bad. He was like, you know, it's always been the team and the players against the league. Always. It's like I've us against that. them. I've read that before. Too. And it was just, it's so interesting. I was like, gosh, no. Oh. I'm gonna do a documentary about football next. Shit, watch football. Dog, I'll, I'll come and so, be your PA. It was so interesting, you know. Oh, that would be a, that would be fantastic. Oh, I already it's, for people to actually speak truth. You know they what I'm hate saying? The, or they hate the organization. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent I mean, it's sad to see what where his life. I mean, thank God he's in detox now. And he's already in in a better place, you know. And it, I mean. I'm, the fact they're allowed to have their cell phones, you know, he already texted me like a week later, you know, or actually he texted me yesterday and he was like, Hey, like, I'm really excited. You know, that I feel like, you know, when we're in treatment, we always want to help. We're always like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to, what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. And it's so important to like build your foundation before you start doing that. You know what I mean? Cause For sure. Mm-hmm. it's like everybody that gets into counseling right after, you know what I mean? I know. I've told that story. No, no shame. I mean, do you? I was a BHT with 90 days clean ahead. No business being around <laughs> yeah, other addicts. Hey, of course you did. Yeah. Have hey, you heard check. about this? No. I almost rolled the van full of clients. Hey, hey, cop New York, calm down, would you? Okay. <laughs> All right. Deshira, what is it like being on the outside? I mean, you have two successful daughters, Flodia, crushing the game. And yes. you have Clea doing her thing over here. What's it like being on the outside watching this happen? Oh, boy. I... I feel like I was, uh, I'm born again, seeing these kids um, thriving anyway, but I went through shit. I oh, went through I a lot. I mean, Flodia, not much. First kid, it's kind of, you know, on their own. They used to be alone, but the second one, ooh. <laughs> this one? Clear. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, started very good, but then, you know, after... After what, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 years. 14 years, I think, of her underage. So yeah. that's where the trouble started. But, you know, now it's all good. She's going to be 10 years in November. It's a new big 10 years birthday. New you birthday, got a decade so coming up? Yeah. Damn. Isn't that weird? Oh, so, weird. so crazy. <laughs> it's so it's weird. So it's so good. It's just, hey. Damn. The clay of 10 years ago. What was that like watching? Uh, I'm sure I, it was hard. Actually, it was. I even texted you yesterday about the movie on uh, Hulu. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Have my you guys gosh. seen Four Good Days? I, no. I re- Are you serious with Mila Kunis? Mila Kunis. I revived the, I mean, I, I mean, really, I lived, I went back to what I, you know, how I was living at that time on that movie, two hours movie. Uh, it was hell. Every night, every night was something new. It was no, ever no night that I would not be going to sleep crying, mm. waking up, going to her room crying. She's not there. Um, and then trying to talk to her all day. The good thing about Clea, though, and probably there are more out there, Clea was open about drugs. Claire would I wasn't ask. a liar. <laughs> no, no. And I think that's the problem. When you are honest and, and open, you know, like Claire would cry, help me, mom, help me, mom. So that that's a positive. If 
out there, there are people in denial. That's the worst. Yeah. They got to be open. I mean, it's no shame. It's something, especially these days. Yeah. 22, come on. You know, it's obvious. It's it's nothing to hide anymore. It's a, it's a disease we all have. Not They have drugs. We have something else. You know, it's like everybody has. So um, if they are open and ask for help, it's not that we're going to help them because they have to help themselves. Yeah, I, mean, I tried with Clay all my life. Right. I tell her, um, I took her in four or five rehabs. Oh, I, yeah. I paid sure. oh, shit. so much money, <laughs> single mother. And even later on, I said, oh, God, at the time, I would, I would have a castle today <laughs> with the money I paid for your rehab. Isn't it funny that how a free program got her clean? Dude, that's what my mom said. A free have got I you. No. My, go. mom has like, my mom had a resentment. She's like, fuck, I spent fucking... <laughs> So much money I to mean, send your ass to we, Utah. When I was a kid, yeah. yeah. And then you go to fucking county funded <laughs> reading. Look, she's like, I'm glad that you're clean. However, yo, your mom right. said she would have a castle. She's throwing dubs right at now. That, you know, <laughs> at that time, well, at that time, now I do have a castle, but at that oh. time, she do. does flex on him. Yeah. You know, true that. So anyway, um, it's just a <laughs> miracle for anyone that comes, you know, um, sober and clean. And mm-hmm. it's a miracle, and they don't know. I mean, probably they know. They don't know how much they lose every day on a beautiful life. So it doesn't come without responsibilities. But in the same time, it's it's a beauty behind, you know. It's a beautiful girlfriend or wife or kids, and it's just a beautiful life. But... Again, it's not their fault. There's no shame anymore. Just get help. Yeah. That's why I ask everybody. And I'm so glad Clea is doing that. I mean, it's, she's, a, she's a miracle. Miracle to turn around with all her friends, though, not just her. Right. I, I mean, we're, we're all addicts here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she couldn't do it alone with all the girls. Um, I, she has a brand, Dollface Club, but really, I tell her all the time it's not you. It's all of you. You can't do it alone, right? The room was, wasn't built in one day, but not even alone. Right. They were and definitely not built by one person. No, definitely not. So anyway, I'm glad that all of them are, you know, are there to help everybody. I yeah. mean, even one or two, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, it's a big help. So I'm happy about that. But, you know. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think, I think when you're talking about, like, the girls, though, because I, I can relate to what you're saying. And Clay is part of my story, too. But if I hadn't have met, I really strongly feel this way. If I hadn't have met the people, because I've tried to got, I've tried to got clean before, and it didn't work. And that was all because of me. I wanted to just keep using, obviously. Because if you want to stop, you can stop. Yeah. And because there's people around, no matter what, you know. And I, I was so drawn out of, like, you're nothing like me the first time, you know. Even though they were. Um, but it, and this time around, if I hadn't have met the people, I don't think I would have stayed clean. We have such a tight group of people. There's like the first 10, you know what I mean? And it was like we all stayed clean and other people around relapse, which really sucked, but we all stayed clean. And there's like, a, you know, there's a saying that, you know, you get high, we stay clean. And that has always resonated with me, you know, or vice versa. Yeah. You know, you get high, they stay clean. And I wanted to be the one that stays clean this time around. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Because you kind of... Um it kind of came up now when yeah. you said that I, if I didn't meet 
those people or this people, mm-hmm. I would not be clean today. So what I'm trying to understand is coming from not as a mother, not addict yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. I just want to understand, and I hope that helps everybody out there. It's Let's say it's somebody there that loves what you hear because it's a glory it's a it's a you know miracle Mm -hmm. but you said i met those people tell me what kind of people are those like how how those people influence why just those people influence on you because that would be the road of a lot of people out there you know Mm -hmm. wow dustin god met this god met this people you know, but who are these people? Be more detailed. Like, w- how they influence on you. Well, what th- was the trick that you really <laughs> thought about? It? Let's be honest. Well, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I, <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think the... Well, the foundation of it was the treatment center that I went to. Because that changed my thinking of how I thought of other people. Because I met people in that facility that I would never, ever associate myself with. A thousand percent. And then that helped out because that changed my philosophy. I mean, it changed everything about my, my state of mind and then going out. Yes, of course, like chasing girls, but also (laughs) like there was some solid guys that I met in that program that on the outside, I would have never been, you know, friends with them. A thousand percent. But it it started right there. But it also, but at the end of the day, sure. It started because I fucking surrendered. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm beat up. I do not want this life anymore. That's what it is you for know? me. So it's the, you're attracted to certain things within the rooms and some of them not always good, whether it's chasing down women or men or it's, but there's negatives and there's positives. So for me, the attractiveness was finding people that were happy and not getting high. Like I had been so miserable for so long. And the only thing that made me feel better was getting high in the same boat though. Right. What do you mean? Yeah. So like he said in the same environment exactly so you just find people that are happy like or at least and i i feel like this is for everyone because exactly like dustin said he was hanging out with people who never have like he's a little rough around the edges and not the most personable person at first Mm -hmm. and he's he's softened up a bit the baby's definitely helping quite a bit too (laughs) i was an asshole me i'll talk to a wall if no one's around what's this an intervention yeah so (laughs) (laughs) i'll make friends wherever (laughs) but a lot of people don't have that he will too there's a talk to the wall right back so there's a lot of actually i'm sorry interrupting let me tell you from outside the this kind of opinions i am i'm waiting for claire i think in general because of this hard time rough times uh this you guys go through Mm -hmm. it kind of created the kind of personality that you're so strong you show you're strong because you're human (laughs) i am am waiting for claire to kind of come where dustin is now you know it's like okay (laughs) soften up a little bit chill a little bit have fun, not being tough all the time. Me? Well, you. No, I think. I mean, I've known Clay a long time, and I think she's definitely soft. Oh my she god, she definitely has. Yeah. She has. Because when see. I met her, I'm okay, yeah, I was not stoked <laughs> on. <laughs> 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 you want to talk about it on another podcast? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Who annoys hey, you? He was trying. To, he was hey. trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Clay doesn't really annoy me. I, that was a defense mechanism because yeah, I was. Confident I called that him out. I texted him. I was like, "You never annoy she, me." And he's she like, like 
fuck yeah I did because I was like oh no and I was like who snitched on me she's like I listened to the show you dick I'm like oh man but no you don't really annoy me you used to hurt my feelings I told you that too see I was honest but I'm always honest then the truth came out right and so it's not that she's like tough and hard that's her own like that's her not like defense mechanism it's for all of you it's, uh, like, it's I, not just Dustin Clay or, or somebody else. It, all of you have that. And it's it's natural. It's okay. But then again. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. You. She's not used to things yeah, like this yeah. around her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. What's up with that? Here we go. Oh, no. I'm good now. <laughs> I can't even turn left or right. It's like, dang, I'm moving out of my <laughs> So anyway, it's it's a good thing. It's the most important is to be clean and be sober and continue and keep, you know, working on it. Nothing is easy. Even even for us that I mean, I, I didn't go through that. We still have our own issues that we have to work on. Yep. So it's not and we just. We don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not. It's not just for. Um, like when Clea <laughs> said, "I'm going to the meeting." It's like a joy to me. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. 10 years she's still going to the meeting and it's great you know i mean i'm not even if she doesn't go to the meeting she has the most support um friends and like more than um, anybody i mean more than me she goes to them or our family she goes to them first and and that's a joy that's to me it's like oh <laughs> i'm so happy so but where was your sister at while you were off getting loaded was she being like the the darling child with me? Yeah, she chasing her where she is. No, Wait, my sister wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah, she she was upset that she was so focused because she she's a codependent as a motherfucker. So <laughs> if it's not me, it's something else. Okay. And at that time, yeah. you know what I mean. When I had left the house and I was getting in, I mean, I started getting in trouble at thirteen. Remember, I got arrested for the heroin at thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were, yes, so I guess I remember I mean, that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. it started. I don't want to remember we, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not gonna start. <laughs> we're not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's go. 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 Let's she was going through a lot at that time. My mom was going through a lot at, with, you know, with your ex and everything that was going on in our life in general. There was a, everybody goes through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? But in, in family dynamics, like me and my sister and my mom, it's been us three and my grandma always, mm -hmm. you know? So when I started going a different path, pretty much my, now that I've done work on myself, I didn't want to be home. I didn't feel safe at home. Right. We're kids, so whatever that meant to me as a kid was different. There was things going on, you know what I mean? So at that age, my sister took my sister went through probably worse things than me. How much older than She's you? She's six years older than me. Okay. Oh, she went really? through worse things so than me. So she was me. 19 when you were running amok. 13, I mean, 19. I, I mean, I was 12 going to parties with her, so oh. you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, mean, I always looked a lot older, so she always like took me with her, you know? Mm -hmm. But she she went through way worse things than me and she just took a different route like she she was more focused on the men like she always had a boyfriend and it was like that was her life and i did not go want to stay high that. dog <laughs> yeah. yeah 10 I mean, to 2 you know everybody's get, everybody's got their escape you know and, for sure and mine was <laughs> 10 to 2 some of it's love some of it's drug <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. oh and, uh, are you are you all right mom yeah <laughs> 
It's just See, so what does this tend to two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the, that's driving. Well, I think, well. Hand position on well, the steering well, wheel. Real quick, yeah. though, when we're talking about, you know, Clay, I think that what a lot of people think by her being mean is not being mean. It's she's just telling the truth. And most that's of true. And most of us will now bite our tongue. Clay still doesn't feel like she needs to, and that's okay. Because a lot of times, well, actually, not a lot. Majority of the times, people need to hear the fucking truth. Yeah. And so we have a friend in our core group that is a truth teller. Who's that? I don't know. Should I go scare him? I'm about, to, I'm about to pull up on him. <laughs> pull up on me. Yeah, bro. Doesn't he know we're doing a fucking podcast here? <laughs> it doesn't matter who pulls up on this driveway. As soon as Dustin steps out there, they're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Sorry. Uh, he's like, yeah, what's up? selling you solar. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm in the background shooting some crazy look. <laughs> A, I don't know if y'all can hear this, but the solar guy who's pitching us, he's selling the sizzle on the new LFG gear, the Padres. <laughs> Anyways, thank you. Go ahead and close that, Dustin. Appreciate you, Doug. Anyways, um, I completely forgot where we were. Oh, I'm not as mean as. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't want to say it's a front, but it's definitely like if I've come to find that it's like. That's how you can keep people 10 feet away from you and not bothering you all the fucking time. Because if you were like me, you would be fucking busy talking to everybody all oh, the I fucking time. Oh, I used to time. be. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yes. I was in the mix. I talked to everybody all the time. I was at every meeting. I was at every event. I was doing the most for it's a long time. No, I just, my life shifted. Yeah? I met Travis. Like, my, you know, I settled a little bit in my own in my own life. And then, you know, I went through some stuff, too, at this year in general. So, of course, I was like... Not trying to be in the mix, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's life. We, how we much? Go. How many secrets are we going to drop in this podcast? <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait and see see if the mood strikes you. She looks at me. She, <laughs> she, already, she already did, did she? No. All right. No. Oh, it wasn't Subtly. No, it, subtly. Subtly? Subtly. We'll see. Dustin's we still out there getting the pitched. Okay. Hey, man, you got something to say? <laughs> Hey, you ever you ever smoked heroin off tinfoil? <laughs> nah, doesn't look like it. It looks like he might have smoked meth before he came oh, up to talk to Dustin. Sure. Yes. <laughs> he is talking real fast. And for Dustin's sure. being real patient. Hey, door to door people. Respect. respect. That shit is I had a buddy who did it in I Vegas. Think you have. Oh no. I've, <laughs> I've avoided it. I've been offered so many times they're like, we'll give you a guaranteed salary to come do this. I'm I was like, telling you, you Nope. Yeah, you you're a good salesman. I appreciate that. I'm so glad to not be doing it right now. Right? Yeah. Work, so nice. Working for yourself is the fucking dream. But unfortunately, like, I want to encourage everybody to do it. Sorry, not everybody can do it. No. That's you know? Right. No. You, I don't know. It's been it fucking awesome. It stays great for, mine stayed great for five years, and then it doesn't. When and then it, it starts, doesn't? No, I go, you go through phases. It's like everything. So you talk, your five-year phase would have been after the shop, right? I mean, when no, I had, the even beginning when I had of the pandemic. The shop, even when I had the shop, there was times where I didn't go in there all month. What? Yes. Did you have I, an employee was, was running like, the shop? No. There you was, just didn't open it? I did not open it. And, and the thing about it is because I would sell out. So it once I had a drop, I would I would have the store open that day and then maybe for like a few days after that and then I'd have no more gear. I'd have to wait till I get the stuff done. And then by then it was the next month and I hadn't been there all month again. Well, you got to dust that motherfucker off. Yes. <laughs> I mean, then I felt like a like a anchor. I'm like, why am I here? Like. And even having girls there didn't even matter because nobody's going to sell anything like you are. 
that that is a hundred percent true. Yeah. I invest like right before I, I relapsed, I had invested in this like uh like pomade stand and I would go there after work and crush and then we would have these kids that I found in recovery work it and they it's like I paid you, you to fucking sit there all it's, day. I know. And you you respect people that own a business that say that on a whole different level because yeah. you're like, I know. And it was a kiosk in Fashion Valley Mall. It was in like plenty Easy. of people with money. Yeah. All you got to do is hit them up. You know what I mean? And you, you, like you said, no one will sell your shit like you will. A hundred percent. I love it though. Mm. I need to know soliciting sign. Yeah, <laughs> did he did he buy a shirt? <laughs> you look like, so tired, God, dude. Just like yeah, you look aged. That goddamn snake salesman routine, bro. Yeah. Try to get me. He he look. looked in the ground. She's like, oh, LFG, Padre looking gear. Okay, yeah, I got this. Watch this. Hey, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, was that you on TV? Get the fuck on out of here. Oh my God. <laughs> did you hear me asking? You ever smoke heroin off tin foil? <laughs> I had the same experience this morning. I um at seven forty five before eight. My uh, front door, you know that, front door um, rings, and I'm, like, still in bed, texting to Flodia, and I, I ran. I put my uh, robe on, and I ran in the front. I said, okay, something is, nobody comes this early, right? So I go there, open um, just a little bit the door, because I have a big dog, Kira, she would run, and I put the head out, and then I said, I see this guy... Four or five tall, with um, with those um, work shirts that's from the sun, yellow or construction. Green or construction. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I see him there, and I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> I was half asleep, and then he said, "I am a tree business owner." I said, "Cutting trees," and he said, "Yeah, you have a two palm trees in the front," and I said, "So that's why you ring the bell." Yeah. <laughs> is that why I'm at hey, the door before I've eaten you know my breakfast? I'm, you know I'm up in this castle. I'm about to get my dragon. <laughs> I, know, I know. Reminding me of that sign. Where is that sign? I know. Yeah. What I need sign? to buy that. No, no so- solicitors, solicitors will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. Exactly. I need that. I'm yeah. going to make they, one, they actually. Come, they come I know a screen printer. I'll print you one. Damn. I'm like, really? Really? He said, yeah, you have two, two trees there. I can cut. Three hundred dollars each. I said, "How much?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I said, "Let me have coffee first, and then we'll talk about it." Okay, come back another day. He said, "Okay, ma'am." <laughs> My daughter's in the rooms. I can find somebody to do it for one hundred and fifty a tree. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll clamber up that tree like Mowgli. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I need that sign, please. <laughs> this year that also you can move that as much as you want just keep your hand on the uh the table that way it doesn't tip over i see yeah make sure you're as comfortable as possible I we're, we're i mean not I exactly where do you live but what area of san diego do you live in oh i am in alpine i don't know if oh. san diego it's uh you're out you're out there out the boonies but you know what mm. oh yeah two acres and a half man nice nobody next to me i can scream so i can you know, it's Queen in the Castle. Diff- yeah, it's a different different level there. It's quiet as hell. So, know, so, where are you from? Well, I am from Albania. Okay. And up to 20, 25 years old, stayed there. And then we moved to um, Italy until I was 34. And then came to America. Um, where do you live in Italy? I've always wanted to well, ask. Italy is. Um, Bergamo, it's like 30 minutes from Milan and 30 minutes up north. from Switzerland yep. up north. And what's it's the one the that middle. begins with the F? It's 
It's probably why I'm obsessed with Alps, you know? The Alps? I, I am. I'm Are you really? Whole, yeah, like the, the whole theme for the room that we're making. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Baby. So. Oh, damn! She just dropped it. No! Well, go ahead now. I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead, keep going. Oh! Nothing. No. <laughs> Proceed. Nobody knows. Nobody. It's okay. Yeah. Nobody heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was uh, up north in Italy and it was beautiful there. Actually, I didn't want it to come in America. Um, what's my ex-husband, um, my brother, sponsored him um, here. And then he came here and then um, he said to me, he said, well, I'm going to be here for four years. And I said, I'm not coming. <laughs> you know, because I wasn't in a good term with him. I said, you know, you stay there. I'm here. I'm I'm fine here. I just want you to get out of me. Go. And he said, well, I'm going to be four years here. You know, you're going to be alone with two kids. In Italy, it was impossible to live alone. It was hard even today. And my brother said, hey, it's better life here. You know, so you, you should come. And I didn't do it for him. I did it for you. So you better come here. Get your ass here with <laughs> girls. So we came. After six months, uh, I came with the girls, and it was beautiful until Clea got in drugs. Did your mom come too? It, it was beautiful. Take it, take it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, God right. damn. It, it was back. all your it, fault. It not, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Take it, take it back. It in was the sense not beautiful. Healthy-wise. Healthy-wise, yeah. we're all healthy. Mentally, I'm not sure. How <laughs> no, how that was not no so ill. mentally healthy. It right. was so bad. Mom. But physically, we are okay. <laughs> we could. We no, you're not. That, physically, mm-hmm. what you're that is such an Eastern European thing to say. Hurt. Hurt. Mentally. No. Physically. Yeah. From my ex-husband. Okay. Yeah, I that's mean, right. that's, that counts. That's yeah. right, that's right. You see, yeah, there are What an Albanian thing to say. Just don't no, but you know what happened? Sh- it's called survivorship. I, I, I don't, don't know remember. about meme. Yeah, we kind of... Yeah, she's hey, locked it out. Yeah. yeah, it's true, actually. It's true. There are things that, even if I want to remember, I can't remember because I totally... To survive. I mean, I totally mm-hmm. threw it in a, in a whole... Path <sighs> down there, <laughs> far away that I don't remember anymore. Good. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! No, I want to remember bad shit good. either. It's that's why it's called survive. You guys, that's not a good thing because when you do that, it comes out in other ways. Oh, okay. It comes out in the way you drink. It comes out in the way you gamble. It comes out in the way you shop. It comes out in the way everything in your life. Unaddressed it, trauma. People that are not drug addicts, you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's always a different way. Unaddressed trauma. It comes out. Yeah, but if we start to analyze that, who doesn't have, who is clean as hell with nothing of them? Even if you don't hold. No one I want to be friends with. (laughs) You better have something wrong with you. Exactly. So we all have that. You know, it's, we are all human. We're all different. Some people, if they don't, um, if they don't get over something, therapy or what is, they bring it up in different ways. Some people don't. Like me and Flodia, I mean, we went through a lot, but we didn't. Um, no, it's true. We, we went through a lot, but <laughs> we did not. Lie? <laughs> we did not suffer the way you suffered, in the sense of um, hurting yourself. You know, we we kind of found different route to survive. I mean, I mean, I was. Matter. I'm a different person. I'm. S- highly sensitive <laughs> that's true yeah that's another most, thing most addicts are oh i'm yeah, i i, I was a i was a kid you know when things were not good as you know 
I was mm-hmm. a little kid. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. I, I definitely wasn't like the go hide in the room. I was like, I need to be there and save everybody. And, you know, yeah. it's always been like my hero syndrome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, shocking, surprisingly. And I told Clea so many times or my friends, she was like six years old and she had the smallest bedroom. Right. Anywhere we lived in Italy. And because she was a little one. Right. Flodia chose the big room. And she had a bag, a, a bag with clothes at the door every day. Mm. And I would ask her, Claire, what is this bag here for? I mean, you have a dresser. You should put away stuff. Mm-hmm. She said, just in case we have to go somewhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really sad. Six years old? <laughs> it's really I was born sad. ready, mom. <laughs> yeah. It's a cute story because it really explains who I am, but it's very sad. At a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> ready, ready to go. go. I was like, if we go. gotta go right now, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> I, know Clay's got her clothes. Okay. I, you ain't gotta worry about me. Let's work I got this. Yeah. Hey, Just grab my it. toothbrush. Claudia, you packed up yet? She <laughs> gave me a clue then so. and I didn't know what's going on. What kind yeah. of kid I had on that room. It's like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> at a at a drop of a hat, I'm ready. Just say when. Yeah. Hey, so <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that um, right now you, all you guys are sober. I mean, please um, help how much as you can. It's like yesterday, Claire was talking about somebody that, um, uh, somebody else. It was brought up yesterday with Elise, I think, that um, they died of fentanyl overdose or something. <laughs> it was, that, was that yesterday? Yeah, but it's <laughs> it was My a rapper, <laughs> rapper in L.A. that I listened to. Who? Have you heard G.I. Joe? Mm-mm. So he's from Nipsey Hussle's set. He's, he's always been, I love Nipsey Hussle, but I've always loved G.I. Joe. He's okay. like, super crip, like, I great, great rapper. Yeah, he just passed away. From fentanyl. He's yeah. from the 60s? Overdose. From the 30s. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, they're from the, they grew up on the same block. Yeah. But, it, like. Yeah, 10 streets see, away. Yeah. Well, but, yesterday, my sister-in-law, uh, not yesterday, but um, I thought about that. My sister-in-law the other day, Irena, she shared that um, she managed the complex and she had a tenant that um, had um, a five-year-old daughter, single mother, and she worked three jobs. I don't know how she did it because the little girl, but her sister helped her a lot and friends for the girls. So the lady, actually the girl, was 32 years old. She was very clean. Like she would do coke. She would do just to be up because she was doing work, work, bartending. And, but very clean, very smart, very clean, um, just trying to survive after divorce until she finds a new path. And she so it all falls g- apart. <laughs> or that. No. We're all listening to her no, like, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> then. I know then, then, and then What's next? And yeah. then. Yeah. Next is that story that somebody gave her the Coke at the, at the bar that had fentanyl. She mm. goes home and died. Mm. Oh, yeah. That night. It's crazy. So I do DJ sets all over the country and I was in Seattle this weekend and outside of the green room that I had, they had this box that said uh, fentanyl test strips and you like mix your drugs in with water and then you put this test strip to make sure there's no fentanyl in your blow. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that that it was empty too. (laughs) See, there's people like that. They're like, oh, that's so great. In my head, I'm like, it's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's like everybody you guys keep using, but just in case, you know. That's fucking. That's harm reduction. That is absolutely. Not, we're not going to get into oh, that either. Don't because, please don't. I hate I, that shit. Don't. I I've gotten into like heated dissect. We're gonna have to. We have to because I I feel like uh, 
is that harm reduction? I mean, I guess that's kind of being somewhat responsible, but harm reduction to me is like, oh, I'm going to smoke weed instead of slamming heroin. And, and that's, you know, I'm bettering myself. Yeah. Not yeah, addressing the problem. Harm reduction is also when, um, like oversupplying Narcan to, to everybody. It's like, here, you're going to do drugs, but when you do overdose, here, save yourself. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm not going to knock. There, and there's people that are 100% adamant about it, and that's great. Like, you keep doing that. Not me. Some of us right. got to die for right. some of us to live. Is that where you're at? No, no, it's not that. It's just, I mean, I've had issues with, uh, personally, somebody in San Diego who's got, who used to have a lot of clean time, who's tried to force feed it to me. Like, do this event with harm reduction and do this with Narcan and give out Narcan. And I, I, I've been respectfully declining because I'm just like, you do that and you you keep doing it. It's amazing. You're probably saving people's lives. I don't want to go that route. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I have an influence. Why do I have to tell people, young kids, keep using, but just in case. Yeah, no. Like, no way. I don't have to do that. I don't no. have to do That's that. Right. Why can't I use it my inf- influence to do it? Recovery. Yeah. This is, this is what we're showing yeah. people. Like, you can succeed. You can have a life beyond your wildest dreams like all those all the things that cliche things we say but if you're handing out that sort of thing it's like keep use no no you're gonna fucking die yeah it doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah you're gonna get so loaded to where you can't narcane yourself or somebody that's getting high give it to somebody you're with like here just in case dog yeah Yeah. hey i'm gonna do a fast shot right now that's happening it's sad you know yeah but let's let's think about this the fentanyl overdose right now it's never been or maybe I don't know. You tell me. Mm-hmm. Never been like this. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Right? This is, this is I mean, people did cocaine for forever. Well, they're lacing everything. That's what the problem is right now. Is but that that's not a bad thing then that somebody that is used to cocaine and and it's okay with cocaine to have it's it's dip, different people, different kind of you know using or addict or what is. So those people, it's okay to have that. That's great. They I mean, the woman, <laughs> the, the young girl would not die if that freaking Coke didn't have fentanyl. It, well, that's Here's the thing. Is Coke regardless. legal? Yeah. No, nothing is then legal. you run the risk. Yeah. You are. I agree with you. But at least it's something, you know, it's not for everybody. Like Dustin said, that's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, being sober, not using this and The that, whole point of what we're trying to do is that you don't have to do anything. You yeah. don't. Mm-mm. You don't. Right. I, I don't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, of course, I've got a lot more clean time, but and I'm not 45 years old. You know what I mean? I got clean when I was 22. And at that age, people around me were going to the club where they were recreationally I mean? it was, doing it drugs. It was normal. Yeah, yeah, it was normal. But at the same time, it's like after some time, you know, it's the life you can build without ever putting any kind of poison in yourself right. and the amount of like how well you get to know yourself and how comfortable you are. I've had people ask me like, how can you go to the club and like not drink? And I'm like, honestly, why do you have to drink when you go to the club? And then they're like shocked. They're like, I don't know. Why do I have, you know what I mean? And it's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, you showed them videos of themselves at fucking 12 o'clock at night, (laughs) hammer drunk. They'd be like, I don't think I ever want to drink again. Like if you could, I've seen how (laughs) foolish people look when they get, because doing these shows, it's been like people come out and they get tore off and like, I've seen people puke on themselves. Mom, you have to see what he does. It's so crazy. I do hey. disco nights. Hey. <laughs> oh, you puke on yourself, Dashira? <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Hey, We've all done look, it. Yeah. I have somebody in my family. It's like, please don't drink anymore. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Me? <laughs> Let me live. I'm living. I love it. But yeah, people uh, look ridiculous when they get uh, being drunk is just the number one foolishness. Like you see some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Dustin puked oh, on yourself before. Please. <laughs> In the car. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. 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 I puked outside the, the fucking car. car. Oh yeah. yeah. As the car is going. Yeah. yeah. You, next day you're like, what a fucking uh, like, throw hit up a bird. <laughs> throw up flames. Up. Ghost puke. <laughs> on the, yeah. Savage. Yeah. You know those stories. Somebody um, drank so much after the party when needed a gas. Went to gas station. Thank God it was midnight. Went to the gas station and um, got the gas and then when driving on the freeway and here's boom 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 it's like what the hell is that so he stops on the on the side of the freeway it was the whole hose oh yeah station. <laughs> thank god for those quick releases i was like you got lucky the police didn't catch you <laughs> because that was major <laughs> fear right there oh yeah <laughs> about me, me sober last <laughs> night when i went to go meet up with elise and amberly to eat i went inside we were eastbound course and then i'm like <laughs> well you guys went to eastbound without me wow we wow did. well you know. no lake sliders for us Wait, so, so we're leaving and i'm like is is my car on you left your car <laughs> on my yes. car on <laughs> yes who does that Dear Lord. It's so, see that's why it's i hate like, this car you can't hear shit I know. <laughs> <laughs> once you put it in bark it's just like <laughs> <laughs> chill yeah. Am I on or am I off? <laughs> Hit the gas pedal in the AC, yes. right? Come to, on, ready to uh, for somebody to just get in, you know, and drive. Are so. you over there petting the cat? Are you enjoying the cat? Yeah, I've I've okay. finally adjusted to this yeah. fucking demon. Hey. Ugh, I feel special. I'm talking about your life. You have a, you have a really really cool life. Can I tell you something cool about yeah. her? Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, you know her so better she, than we do. I don't want to. The smartest person in her class. Mm-hmm. So in high school, my dad was already famous as, at this time, and he was doing a music video. And they said, "The film, the, a film, whatever they short films, you know." So they, they were doing a. They asked for the three prettiest girls at my mom's high school, and the principal said, "We'll, we'll give you the three smartest girls," and she what? was one of the uh, yeah, she was, was one of the smartest ones. And yeah, then they, it was yeah. funny because you know with her, go ahead. Well, yeah, they came to the school. Um, I was all into studies. I wasn't into all this movies and things. So they came, uh, the the guy, the crew or what it is, came to the high school and said, um, we want three girls that are pretty and social. And they said, no, we're going to give you only three smart girls. We're not going to give you, they're not ugly, but not. You know? <laughs> We're gonna make sure they don't look like. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so they chose me and two other girls. So, so yeah, imagine that happening now. Yeah, no. it would be all over social media for sure. <laughs> so school they, chooses uh, smart girl. No. Like, oh god. I, I, I mean, it's shocking to me. I like that like, though. I was like, okay, but it was stupid because I wasn't into movies. So they said, well, you know, you you're gonna go. They called us in the office and said, you're gonna go and miss school for a week. And gonna go to be part of this movie, um, just like a uh, outside, you know, like where the actors do. The <laughs> so anyway, we go there. So where are you gonna go without what, uh, what part you wanted to go? Because it's a long story. <laughs> no, no, I, I think it's cool because you know she was in in the video and 
her friend was in it too, her best friend. And her best friend was like obsessed with my dad, you know? And then my mom was like, handle that. And then he kept following my mom around. Yeah, she said, man, I really want him. And I said, well, I'll help you, girl. (laughs) I got your back. I got your back. Wing woman. And then I I went and talked to him and I said, hey, you know, you like my friend? She's blonde, beautiful. And and, um, he said, really not. I like you. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do this. I know. No. But then, boy, he would come at school and my friend thought he was coming for her. And I I didn't know what to say. I would run the other way. Uh, Oh, my goodness. I know. So she would not see that this dude followed me. So, so he swooped right from the Albanian Alps and brought her, <laughs> <laughs> gave her a new life. I was going to say, so this is how you met your ex-husband? Yeah. Yes. Crazy. That's true. Right? Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool. I'm like, wow. Check yeah. out. He was I've... like a tick. He would not leave me alone. No. Oh. <laughs> Get him. Hey, I have two God. beautiful daughters, so I should give some credit, okay? You absolutely you get credit. I know. Did all so. the heavy lifting on that one. Exactly. You know so what I mean? I'm very happy about it. I'm happy that I met him. So, and then, you know, I have to be good because in Albania, he's famous. I have to be, you know. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's actually, I mean, used to be that famous. Now He used to be like the Elvis growing up, but then, you know. That's right. At, at her age, he was doing videos and he was like a performer and all around. He did like comedy skits and. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he would be with 3,000 people in a. Jeez. In, in place and his voice is gorgeous that's why i, I i'm like why clay is not singing oh i mean God. both of them yeah. sing beautiful but none of them um it's out there like he he was and he is he's still now so he's, yeah. he's still alive oh yeah yeah, he's really. Yeah, he's, he's uh, still singing. Hey, that works too. All right, that works. <laughs> we got to get like little stickies of which you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could just make them. So yeah, that's true. You don't have a good talking relationship, or no, he's a horrible person. Okay, yeah. well, fuck him then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a horrible yeah. person. I mean, yeah, he's a horrible person. He's just not a good. Good nah. person. <laughs> there we go. And he lives in Albania still? No, he goes back and forth. Yeah, okay. he actually is in Florida. From Florida goes to Albania. He's just a sick person, let's say that. Yeah. Got it. He's so. sick. He's not, he's not, he's sick, you know? Mm-hmm. Sick people do sick shit. Mm-hmm. They come a from a line of sick people, you know? And, 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 uh, you, and know? you dance through the raindrops. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> is that the new collab shirt we're doing? Dance, dance through, through the, the raindrops? raindrops? <laughs> I already I picture like some sick. I'm down. <laughs> I'm so down. Can you write that down? Uh, yeah, put that in the notes, bud. No, I really do want to do a collab for what you have going on. Like, focusing on fentanyl is is the real pandemic, and no one plans on dying. And uh, what, Don't trust the connect. Don't trust the connect. And, like, if you don't want to use something you've already done and, and we do something new, I'm down. But I really want, like, I would like, because LFG would not be anywhere near what it is if it hadn't been for you. And I know you're super busy no, no, right now, no. and I'd love to do the printing for the shirts and fucking handle that side of it. Honestly, what do you mean? Oh, for that, on, we could do, I'm just letting you know right now that Don't Trust the Connect did not do that well. <laughs> like, we for me. Really? To the, to, no, it did not. Like, I, I thought that was the sickest thing ever. You know, and even at that time, you know, remember, I was here. I, wasn't I doing a, when that drop happened? It didn't do that well. Yeah, you were here. Yeah, it did not. That was like one of the first drops in a long time that didn't do well, and I was like, all right, well. And I was trying not to get discouraged, you know, because I'm like, okay, 
God has a bigger plan than just a hoodie. You know what I mean? True. So for whatever people don't understand, and who wants to wear something that says has people falling and says dying? You know what I mean? But I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean Alex yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. I know, but at the same time, you know. It's weird, yeah. huh? When you also, your idea of not doing good and our idea of not doing yeah, good are worlds apart. It, you well, know, you never know when you drop something, though, too. You don't. Just, you know, we, we, had, we had shirts where we're like, holy shit, you know, yeah. this is it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, not, it's not even about it not being sick. You got to know that because it's mm-hmm. about people not having money right now. Oh, that's, that it's too. it's that, a reality. People are broke. We are literally in a, a recession. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're in a, a recession. We are. And I can tell on my sales. I can tell everywhere. You go into a restaurant and that there's no weight anymore. Well, right. not mention too, it, the prices of inflation are through the roof. Shipping? Yeah. Like, are you get kidding the me? Fuck it's not even here. worth it. Yeah. Doing local pickups. <laughs> no, for... No. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm about to open the shop again. I need everybody to do... Yeah. <laughs> Slide. Store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm-hmm. insane. For a jacket, I'm spending like $16 to ship it, which... If you add that to the shipping, to just the tax and the jacket already, it's like another 20 bucks. Are you kidding me? You know, but it's like, I, I have to. Cost of doing business. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a bit anyway, of a Anyway, something new. I was just looking around oh. three of you here. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> really. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it every, every minute. But just seeing you all three in the conversation and when in my mind is like, Anyone that is listening out there, it's lonely, it's using or anything. Look how much fun you guys are having mm-hmm. without, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I have good problems. It's like, I'm so happy. So you guys out there, anybody that is there, you know, that it's in that position, it can be here. You can be here sitting in this chair. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Hey, you could. You know what? No, There's a good right, chance. Right, true. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Everybody's so happy. Did Nobody has this moments when you're high and you're like, I mean, maybe in your own mind you think you have, you think you're happy and, and free. No, bullshit. You know, it's like, so. Yeah, and no, then the I, likelihood of the three of us being I together, I mean, she would have yeah. been coming out of some trap house in the hood. He would have been coming out of <laughs> some trailer up in Ramona <laughs> and yeah, I'd have been, been thrown out of some bar and somewhere. <laughs> wow, he gets a cool thing. I yeah. 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 Not of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's PB. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm out PB yeah. slaying. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Hey, 36 in PB. <laughs> oh god that would be uh, i see it all the time i know it's the worst i'm like damn bro let it go <laughs> go to ob <laughs> yeah or throw on a, a fucking that's sport so, jacket and yeah. go downtown fucking so degenerate funny. i know yeah something i mean anything that you do you guys doesn't matter like you dusting with your brand and clay and documentary and all what is uh all even this today anything you do is just so Huffle, so needed out there. Anything, anything. It's getting crazy. Never used to be like this. Yeah, I mean, bad. at the high school, the lady called um, and needed some help. I can't remember the whole story. Six kids in a high school overdosed mm-hmm. with a fentanyl. Yeah. With candies. Oh, they, yeah. They brought candies. We're just right? talking about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's like, a, they're doing like ooh. a... They're, uh, what are those called? Auditoriums? When you they do like mm-hmm. a, a som- assemblies? Assembly. Got you, dog. Auditorium. <laughs> same thing. Auditorium. Yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah. shit. But, but, um, clearly, I got accent. That's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Yeah, yeah, I got accent. Assemblies and auditorium. <laughs> no, but you guys, this is serious. <laughs> we went off topic. <laughs> what the hell are you doing right now? I'm trying to fix the Zen pouch in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. This next no, advertisement brought to you by Zen nicotine pouches. I was stuck, bro. It was stuck. Are you? 
He's trying to bite his ear. I'm like gumming my fucking I saw yeah. That too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from the trailer it was park. A seizure, right? <laughs> hey, wait! I, I actually saw that too right now. And, and, and you know what? After w- watching that movie yesterday, I thought you brought the dentures out. Something. I mean, I, I mean, not. Don't take it personal, but it was a movie yesterday. So. It's been another episode of that. <laughs> you guys, listen, Scooter. You don't get to laugh at the denture joke. All right. <laughs> I'm out here hitting these gummers. I still have all my teeth for now. Yeah. We'll see. No, you'll have forever. You need to stop that. Why Zen? Because it's not dip well, and it's not, not smoking, smoking cigarettes. I don't like vaping either. Yeah, I don't yeah. Ever. The worst. Listen, I've got one. I can't drug believe left. I quit vaping. I was bad. <sighs> Were you? Oh my god. Yeah, she's. A well, vapor. I quit. I quit smoking cigarettes. What? When? What? New Year was that? Like mm. two years? Two years two ago? Year was now? it? Yeah. Were you out in the desert? Yeah. 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 And then, I like went to vaping. <laughs> Being travelers were like, we're gonna vape but with zero nicotine. Yeah, right. So I remember like, that. Yeah, so weird. We did that for a year to her. Like, I'm smoking a cloud with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, can we go back to that? Yeah. Uh, candy. Um, oh yeah. Oh, the yeah, auditoriums. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, the auditoriums. Um, it's literally they look like candy tarts. Like, what do you call oh, those? Like, oh yeah, tarts. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I did. But they're, they're doing assemblies. Assembly. Assembly. Assemble. Assembly. But for what is that assembly? Like how? assemblies is they're bringing all the kids in school uh-huh. and they're they're having like meetings about the candy that's going around right now. Oh. And it's scary. It's Halloween. You know how f- my badass ate every candy that somebody <laughs> gave me. Yeah. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it's scary. They can't do that no more. Like how do people even go trick or treating? Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's terrifying. That I mean, some degenerate not, could yeah. be handing out. Fentanyl candy and killing your kid. Oh, oh God. How, how would bro. you even know? There's like a whole Six pile of them. You kids, know? man. Mm. Overdosed. Talk about 16, 17 years old. Like, who knows? No, they were. it was in middle school. Oh, middle school? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh. I, I read that, too, and it looked like fucking Skittles. Yeah. You know what like I mean? Like melted. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. The last time we saw something of this proportion was the crack epidemic. And but the difference was people weren't dying as frequently. They were just breaking into your car and stealing shit and snapping your antenna off cars. Which for most of you, if you don't remember, cars used to have antennas because all we had was the radio, and you would snap it off and stuff a crack rock in the bottom piece of your lift up. You got so many antenna. people googling right now, like radio. antennas, smoking <laughs> crack, co- rock, cocaine. I mean, oxycontin was just as bad. It, it wasn't yeah. killing people, but it was bad. Yeah, it uh, was like yeah. Oxycontin so, got so many regular people. Hooked on drugs. Fuck yeah. Have so, you watched that show on Hulu? Oh, Dope so sick. good. Dude. I've tried so many times to make her watch it. The fucking commercial it. that <sighs> would play. And I do remember watching the commercial. But watching that show and I was like, oh my God, they make it seem like non-addictive. This is the this is the next drug. It's going to help sick. everybody out. It was like, holy fuck. Yeah. It's just sick. corporate greed, isn't it? Insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. It makes me look at it like everything different like when it comes to like i'm a weirdo even about taking advil or something like that like unless i really need it then it's just like you know i mean if i if i have a surgery or something and i need it i'm gonna use them you know what i mean yeah. but so at the I same have a time question. when it comes to okay now fentanyl it's overdose and it's killing right there oxycodone it was a slowly death mm-hmm. right because is that right or you would just get strung out okay mm-hmm. yeah, fentanyl, what's the point you could Oh, okay. What's the point of selling fentanyl when you really... It's cheaper Because if you don't die, it's cheaper. And then if you don't die, it's super addictive. Yeah. And it takes less, whereas OxyContin, it took more. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's there's no heroin anymore. And here's... Yeah. There's no heroin. You Mm -hmm. can't find it. It, No. Even the the man, the doctor, 
that we interviewed was like I could have sat there for the entire day talking to him and he was so well spoken and like my favorite question was like do you see heroin he's like no it's like a thing in the past like how wow. weird is that there were in 2022 and heroin is a thing of the past I have a homie yeah. who's he's in rehab right now but he's been on and off for like the last year and he's like dude I can't find it you go and hit somebody up and you're like you got any black and they're like nope just got fatty and then that's fentanyl and it's yeah. like what it's so insane yeah I need to go bathroom handle who her She's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, weird. Well, might be a poop. I don't know, mom. Let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> oh. oh. Trying to look up to see. I want to see how many deaths there actually was from Oxycontin because there was a thing out on TV. And I mean, the numbers if, could be wrong, but I could have swore it said like 250, you know, thousand people have died this year from fentanyl jeez so that's think about that that's a lot well the big thing the big thing was the transition so you would get a prescription for percocet or oxycontin and you, that would run out and then you would have no or it would you would start buying it illegally and it was pretty much a dollar to a dollar 50 a milligram so roxy's were 30 milligrams so it would be like 35 bucks a pill and you would need three to six of them a day and then if you were getting oxy 80s that was 80 dollars a pill if not 120 or 100 bucks a pill and that wouldn't you, you could break it in half and make it last a day mm -hmm. but once that somebody would come along and be like hey and i know i know this happened to you mm -hmm. hey heroin is half the price of that yeah, that's how i got addicted to heroin right yeah and i'm from wow. the east coast so the heroin out there is a lot different than the heroin out here I and know. and then it comes powder form where i'm from whereas here it's like the sticky tar so this year alone 575 people have died from Oxycontin. I'm like, wow, the fuck? How could you still get that shit? Yeah, right. But that's that, that's just this year. It's just, it's probably the, so, the compound that makes up Oxycontin. Right. But that's still a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Really a lot. How many was it in 2005? Uh, let me look. It just kind of gave the breakdown. Ooh, this year getting a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then they would. They would get strung out on heroin, and then heroin would kill you a lot easier than the oxy would. Talking about the transition from, like, you're doing oxys, it becomes too expensive, or nobody's got any, and then heroin comes along. Wait, I'm sorry. I figured as much. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's okay. So how the fentanyl? Um, China. Oh, my gosh. China ships it to Mexico. Mexico, there's cartels. Cartels kick drugs up across the border. So why China? It's not... Uh, so something that Mexico or anybody can produce it. If you have a chemistry lab, you can anybody can make the compound that makes fentanyl. But they, China has a huge black market for all kinds of drugs. A lot of party drugs like uh, oh methadone, all kinds of gnarly shit. But once they discovered, like, there's a whole like conspiracy theory on China is trying to like with TikTok and fentanyl, like they're trying to take down the American people or keep us disheveled to where like if the time comes and they want to invade, which. This is me over here wishing somebody fucking would, and I got a grip of homeboys with a grip of firearms, <laughs> and I'm ready to defend the West Coast. So yes. slide through if need be. But yeah, so oh, wow. they're definitely because there's a huge market for it. They could and, ship a you know a million what, pounds powder, of this. Uh, what, what they, how they bring it on? So the yeah, it comes it comes in powder, and then they mix, mix it in or cut yeah. it in yeah. to drugs. And that's why, like, if they put fentanyl in the coke, now now you're like you already want to do cocaine. But now there's like a physical dependency on it with yep. opiates. It's a wrap, but it's killing people. 
Oh, well, yeah, that's the problem is, and, and that's why I'm so happy that um, anything, you know, you can do to help men because it's just the mixing part. It's mm-hmm. like they don't know. And then if you've seen the ads, are, it's all around San Diego where it's a penny and it's three granules, yeah. that'll kill you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Three little granules of fentanyl will kill you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. So if somebody does a terrible job mixing it, one batch of it can kill 100,000 people. You know, and people, you know, the the crazy part is, you know, I have, I know a couple of people that still do coke, and they're like, oh no, you know, I, it's my plug's good. All, no, we all know we're all doing the same sack, and it's like you could be doing the same sack, but your line could have that mm. that will kill you. Mm-mm. You don't know. Be the you last know, line you ever take. Like, <laughs> like I don't feel up at all. I feel like taking. What's well, crazy because people aren't dying until later. The half life, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're they're going home, they're driving home, mm-hmm. they go to sleep, and they don't wake up. Yep. Yeah. Like that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Like that's, how do you how do you even enjoy a high like that? You yeah. know what I mean? It's like oh, I'm gonna go to bed right now. Like you get like you can't even. What is the point? Yeah. yeah. And that would be if I got a bag of blow and I was able to go to sleep. But like this was not that good. I always think that too, and I'm like, man, I I asked the doctor the same thing. I'm like, how how do they even like do an upper and then. Oh, sorry. Do a down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, do an upper. Like, you're, there's people that think they're only doing meth, and then they're you have fentanyl in your system. Like, how do you not know? And they're like, they think it's just not as good, and they keep doing more. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and like it brought that you makes back. perfect sense. Yeah, you're like, okay, I'm gonna have to double down on yeah, this yeah. one. Just <laughs> yeah. a little, yeah. just a little bit in there. I'm gonna chew on the bag. I don't give and, a shit. And honestly, I would have done the same exact thing. Oh, no, oh no, yeah. Same. That's why I was like, okay, okay, now I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I would have done the same thing. This Crazy. is this is bunk shit. Well, guess what? Do a fatter fucking rip. Yeah, yep. exactly. And then next thing you know, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Straight. we're doing the whole bag yeah. for the fun? last time. Dirt you having fun? Yep. Oh yeah. She oh, got the baby Wyatt now. He's actually <laughs> being chill. Yeah, he's all right. Grandma's yeah. He loves to be over the shoulder so he can look at stuff. Yep. And boy, he's, he's getting <laughs> big as shit really quick. Months <laughs> Start talking and smiling. With <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you gonna be ready in six months so we can have this? This beautiful. Come on, say something. <laughs> say he is smiling. I like say that. Something. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's next for the documentary? When or um, what? What can we expect out of it? And when can we expect it? Okay, so the next part of the shooting, we have a police officer who is going to also give us body footage cam. And he was actually supposed to be there Wednesday, and he rescheduled, which is fine because after doing the family interviews on Tuesday, I found out that there's actually more people that I need to interview because they kept talking about the same two, you know? So I was like, okay, I need to find them. All right. So they they actually both agreed to be on it. So they're gonna, we're going to shoot them the same day as the police officer. And then after that, it's more like creative, like my creative ideas that we already shot one scene at the – the comedy show or like the party scene. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean everything, I feel like we're halfway, but not really, but mostly because like the most important part was the family and like giving them the respectful time and like, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. And then what I want to do with it first with the money left over from the fundraisers, I want to rent out mission Valley AMC, either mission Valley or hazard center. But I want us to do like a full on premiere with the panel and like, we're going to have the doctor, a police officer, the family member, like whoever wants to do it, and then have people in the audience be able to ask us questions, you know, about after they watch it and what they've seen. And, um, I mean, 
that's like that's what I want to do. I want to have two showings in the night, and then after that, we want to take it into some high schools. Nice. That's what I want to do. I don't want to. Everybody's like, "Oh, we're going to see it on YouTube," and I'm like, "No, you're not." Middle school. I mean, I, I want to take it into schools first. I want to like create the buzz in that aspect and see like <laughs> see it do its job before I try to like put it anywhere else. Because eventually, I want to make this a series. You know, that's like. Well, here's the thing: if you take it into the school, and then Johnny goes home. Johnny and Sally go home to their parents and be like, I saw this crazy documentary at school. I wish I could show it to you. But if it's already on YouTube, then they can be like, let me show you what I watched today at school. This is crazy. We need to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, I don't want to do that yet. You don't want to do it? I don't want to do that yet. Because really, when, when you're trying to shop around an idea to like get funding to do more episodes, oh. they're going to look at numbers, and I don't want that yet. I want like actual people talking about it. Raw response. Yeah. Got it. That makes I mean, perfect sense. Because in a marketing aspect, that's what, that's the route I want to go with it. But really, it's even if it if the dream ends there, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Say we go into high schools and it does something, that's enough for me. You know what I mean. That's like me just already achieved my first initial thing. You know, but if I want to dream bigger, which you know my life's changed so much in the past year. You know what I mean. And in general, like it would be cool to like make it a series and to like take everything that I went through with being on the show when I was younger and like being behind the camera this time where I like I'm the executive producer and I'm like able to make sure that everything is honest and everything is like respectful to the people that are telling their story. Cause that's what it comes down to intervention addicted. Those shows don't give a shit about anybody. They literally just want the craziest story so that normal people who have never done drugs can say, look wow. at that drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> look at that junkie. And then, and then they give you, 10 seconds at the very end where they're like, oh, yeah, they got clean, and then they relapse. And you're like, all Every right, Every single what? one relapsed. And, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and you're like, and what? And that's the thing is I have so many people messaging me to this day that's like, I had to Google you. You know, it's like sad that people have to do that. Like, that's what TV does to people. And at that, I was 19. <laughs> they, you know what I mean? It ruined me at that time. Right. I looked at it, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, they really did that to me? They yeah. lied on me. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, when you were explaining that and how they would, they do cut scenes to just make it look worse than it really was. I mean, they were getting high with me. So at the that, end of the day, that part. it's like you're, you say, I mean, obviously they're all hired help. All the cameramen, everybody in that show was hired help. And at the end of the day, you know, they don't give a shit about you. It's only supposedly the person who thought of, you know, and I, I don't want to just throw people under the bus because I still talk to her. And I think, I don't, I don't think her intentions were bad. I just think that because I don't know. I don't know if her heart was in the right place. She asked me to do like a review about the show recently. And I was like, really? You want that? Really want me to do a review? And, (laughs) you know, I'll I'll say great things about her as, you know, and and where that show brought me into my life and the adventure that happened afterwards. But if I'm going to be honest, like you just you can't just throw people away after you exploit them like that. No. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, what's crazy is Mike M. He went on Judge Mathis, got sent here from Indiana and they've brought him back on that show three times to talk about how far he's come. That, but it wasn't like a show like that. That's great though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, no, it wasn't and nothing and not, like not that. Not just that, but just intervention has had thirty seasons. <laughs> like, do you know how many years that 30. is, and how many episodes? That's a lot. That's not even even thirty episodes is a lot of people that you're. F- and that's, there's two people per episode. Like you're you're literally destroying their life. You know? Oh my god! But then imagine thirty seasons where it's like at least five episodes per season that's like that's that's so sad like what happens to those people like they, do they have a support group like 
Is anybody checking on them? No. Yeah. Rehab paid for and it's best of luck. That, yeah. If that. And I don't, they're not, the rehabs are not paid for. They're enticing these private owned rehabs so that they can be on TV. Oh. Uh, like uh-huh. here's, here's a little bit of promotion and. You got to house we, this person. Yeah. Can you help this person or can you make it look like your help? They don't even give a shit. When I went to that rehab that they put me in, they, it was a 30 day rehab, which. Okay, 30 days, you know what I mean? All right. No big deal. But, you know, in the, for the, thank God, I'm, I still, I'm very friends, very much friends with the counselor that I had and the sober living that I was at. But the first 30 days, I had a camera. In my, yeah, we talked about this, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. So, I mean, without her saying, like, take the cameras out of here, we're going to give her another 30 days without you guys here. Like, That's where I heard it, because they did the same thing for Mike. He's like, I can't come home yet. And they give him another 30 days. I was like, I swear I've heard that before. See, thank you. God somebody's got a heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, somebody, some, what do you mean? Mike. Mike Morrison. The one that I just telling you about? Yeah. Where Judge Mathis, he came out here for 30 days, mm-hmm. and he got to the end of the 30, and they, he was like, that wasn't enough time. I can't go home. Yeah. And they called the producers. The producers paid for another 30 days for him, and then he just stayed out here. Well, thank God the producers did that, because I'm, I'm 100% sure that they didn't pay for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Your program is No, and it was you. the first season, too. And the first seasons, I don't know if people know about shows, like, nobody funds anything in the first season. Yeah. You get a little bit of funding to be able to, like, pay everybody that's working it, but at the end of the day, you don't get your money until you get a second season, or you get, you know, offers for or a your second rating, season. Yeah. Yeah. So. Crazy. I mean, I don't know. That's just interesting stuff from the back end. Dream big has been a fucking big thing for me this year because I've just been, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fucking, I'm just reaching and it's been fucking, the chips have been falling in place. It's been fucking awesome. This year has been, it's been stressful as shit, but it's been worth every second of it. Well, thank God for the girls. Like Sage and Layla really helped me a lot because I was really going through like a, tough time in my life where I was sick for a few months ah. and um, <laughs> and really if it wasn't for them we wouldn't even have got the fundraisers because I'd been planning on paying for this myself you know and with the circumstances in my life it was just they really they're like through. why not they're like we, we've done so many events for other people why can't we do one for us you know and that's really like I, I've been praying about this for DFC before they even came around where I was like man I hope one day you know I can have it so like I'm not doing everything, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's not just me driving the boat, you know what I mean? Or I'm not the only one steering. Like, I need people to, like, take initiative. And that's the dream for any team. Like, nobody wants to call the shots 24-7, especially if you're not feeling good. Well, that was that was kind of shook me a bit because I was like, damn, how was it relinquishing a little bit of control? Because I very much get that way where I'm like, I'll just do it all. And no. I cannot you do it all. You get to the point in your life when, you, yeah, you're like, please. Because this is not, me. yeah. Yeah, oh. and, you know, thank God for that because, really, it's not only did we pay for the documentary, which is really not as cheap as people think. No, fuck no. <laughs> for a whole production company, let me tell you that it is not cheap. No. But, you know, and at the end of the day, you know. Unless still, you want a shitty documentary. And, you know, we had that one. We I had a guy that we had interviewed that we really liked that was initially going to do it, and it was one guy. And it, it was literally probably one-third of the price. And I was like, okay, this is doable. <laughs> yeah, right. When, okay. That's when before I knew that we were going to do any fundraiser or anything like that. It was just like, this is cool. We can, I can do this. You know what I mean? And then when we met uh, this production company, Futures Past, like they, it was, they're so professional and it was just, it just felt right. But then their price, I was like, oh my God. And they're, they're not even charging what they normally would because they do Netflix and they, they, they've done major major work and you can tell when they show up i saw the behind the they, scenes i was no, like that's that gonna wasn't be even legit. anything like they should they were like down to like the minute 
the tables, every like everything was just so it felt like okay, this I feel like I owe them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like, God damn. Lunch is uh, on me, y'all. <laughs> you know, I, I do. You know, it's, it's they're great. They're great. But I'm very excited for it to come out. Me too. Me too. It's scary too though, because it's terrifying. Like, <laughs> you of know course. what I mean? It's Reception. Just like, like, it's just like when you drop something that you think is so tight and then yeah, right before you're like Easy tight. I know. What was you I know? thinking? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's the same art as art, regardless if it's a video or if it's a shirt or if it's, you know, mm-hmm. anything that you create in your mind and then you show the world, it feels, it's, you know, even Lady Gaga says she gets nervous before she gets on stage, you know, and it's like, you know what I mean? You got to. You, it's, yeah. But here's the thing for any documentary t shirt that you put out, there's 10,000 people who fucking wanted to, but didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So just initially, that's what I always keep at the forefront of my mind for everybody, for everything I'm nervous about or everything that I do. There's 10,000 people that wanted to, but didn't have the courage to do it. And that, that in itself makes me a winner. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is cool though? Your documentary's free. The documentary's free, right? So people are going to be all eventually watch it for free yes right Right. so that and that's the same thing with the podcast like we're talking about inflation recession and all that and at the end of the day this is something that we're passionate about just like your your show you know and it's fucking free yep you know what i mean they charge it and we're having guests that come on and just speak truth too it's not fucking no bullshit no editing no we run and gun everything that's been said will be on there so that's what's cool everything, but that's, but that's what's cool about giving back because that's giving back, and that's what yeah, we were yeah. doing. We were doing this just to give back and talk about our lives because we knew we know our friends have like a really impactful story, you know. And the that, feedback's been incredible, yeah. And it's like it's you motivating. Guys are it. This is so great. Yeah, this I is, just wanted this to. Is great. Just want Liquid Death to send us some free water. <laughs> free Liquid Death, murder well, your I mean, thirst, death to plastic. Use discount code LFG nineteen oh four. And if it doesn't work, email them and be like, hey, there's this podcast that I listened to. And they said, use code LFG1904. And maybe they'll create one for us and we can get free sparkling water. They, they probably will. I emailed them. We'll see. No, yeah. they probably will. We have to. We have crickets on that one. Yeah. And we got crickets from Celsius too. So fuck y'all. I mean, look, what, what episode is this? 44, right? Yep. I mean, that's. Insane. It's pretty cool. I mean, what, what, you know, we're going to. The 100th episode is going to be fucking awesome. I could get a hunt. I, I could get crickets. For the rest of the time I do this, and it's not going to deter me from doing it. No. I enjoy doing this too much. Maybe I like to hear myself talk. Maybe I feel like I have an impact. You guys are really good at it, though. Where's Rafa? He's meal prepping. He's meal oh, prepping. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of that. What's up? Let's plug Rafa's fucking meal prep company. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen, he's doing. he's got personal chef. He's got uh, keto, paleo. He's got all kinds of meals, and they're super affordable. In fact, now that I'm working at the shop, which is, it, it's the shop to me. It's Dustin's detached garage to him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got meals coming, so I don't have to. I can stop buying Taco Shop and Burger King out here in Lakeside. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. Where are we going to eat? Yeah, where are we going to eat? Uh, well, I was going to say fucking East, Eastbound, but. Oh, we're going yeah. to Eastbound. Oh you went there last night without us. Whose like, fault is we, that? We, uh, me, Amberly, and her shared one, one slider. One like, we all got a got plate of sliders and went to a meeting. So. Well, guess what? We're going there. We're going. Are you? And I'm getting some lake sliders. Actually, I'll go get them. All right. <laughs> and while I'm there, I'm probably going to hit them up about some t-shirts. I have to pick up Izzy at two. So. Yeah. What's that? I have to pick up Izzy at two. Uh, you don't even have 
What do you mean? It's 1240. Yeah, but like, What's that? Shut up. I mean her Mustang. That she goes. It does what? Okay, go. All right, well, so let's break it down then. What's good? What's good? How do you like your car, Mom? Oh, I love my car. Oh. Oh, choopy. Oh, he's, he's crying. I'm done. <laughs> Here you go. Are you excited about your life? Oh, yeah. I can't wait until January, but. What happens in January? Let me tell you guys something real quick about Deshera, too. <laughs> right? She's a fucking real estate agent, but she's the biggest gangster-ass person I've ever met. <laughs> she when, sold you your home, right? Yeah, so she worked over the fucking other real estate agent to this house. Really? And I watched it firsthand in the living room. Oh, and she... she <laughs> Her that. confidence is what God is. She's like, I'm going to get it. <laughs> so You want it? I'm getting it. Yeah. So the Shira was the real estate agent, and then the broker was Flaudia. So it was like... My sister. That's right. Correct. It was the fucking dream team. And that's the thing. So a lot of people think, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. But the fact of the matter is you can. You just have, a good, have to have a good team around you. Mm-hmm. And you, if you... D- Listen, anybody that wants to buy a house right now, which you should... Because yeah. that's how you're going to ever, especially in California and San Diego, that's the only way that you're going to invest your real money, hard work money. Fuck or have, stocks, have some retirement. Fuck everything, you know. And uh, so anyways, hit hit us up sure. on the fucking DM if you want her information. Because you will <laughs> be pleasantly surprised <laughs> when she fucking. You got new sick. AC. What else, did, what else did you get them hooked up with, Deshira? No idea, but I, de- I do <laughs> know I had a number in my head and I was like a. Uh, I was a tick at that point to the, the other realtor. Yeah? Yes. I texted him at 10.15 at night. I didn't get an answer for this, <laughs> sir. Oh. <laughs> hey, no, so now that you're here, though, so check this out. Yeah. Knowing, you know, how it, everything transpired. So the next door neighbors, they yeah. were, they knew the, the gentleman that lived here, and then they also knew the sister, right? Uh-huh. So the sister was telling them, like, hey, um, you know, there's been a lot of people looking at the house or whatever. But what she wanted and what he wanted was a small family to come move in here. And so, oh, that's cool. we, we, but there was, there was other families, you know, we just, we were the one that got chosen and we got chosen because of Deshira and how she literally laid it out. For Sold the, the sizzle because the steak yeah. tastes great, baby. <laughs> she said, my girl, she's pregnant. Yeah. She this house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And now, because she's due soon, so we wanted now the yes. house. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, bless you, Wyatt. I heard that little schneeze over there. Hey, God bless you. <laughs> Doing all this for you, little turd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You don't even know it yet. Yeah. yeah, you have no idea. When are you expected to wrap on the dock? They, honestly, when we were, the first day of shooting was supposed to be July 23rd. And then it got pushed forward to September 13th. So, and when we talked about it being July 23rd, we were supposed to have it done by the end of the year. So, I mean, I don't know if that, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't want to push anybody on the holidays and stuff like that. I want, I know I'm going to, I am like a dictator <laughs> when it comes to like, I don't doubt it. I, I am, when it comes to anything that has like my name on it, when it, you know, like I want, especially like, Photo shoots. I am like the worst person to do. When people been photo- there. Photo- yeah, I I'm <laughs> gonna take a picture with my phone and I'm gonna be like, take this shot right here. With I want this. this one. Yeah, it's the worst. I'm the worst, and I know it. And shout out to Josh because he he knows it too, and he always tells me he's like, man, 
I'm like, I breathe on his neck. <laughs> I'm like, when he's taking a picture, I'm like, uh, 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 let me, what are, you, are you getting that blue in the right corner? Like, I'm just, I'm the worst, you know, but it's going to be like that in the editing process because I'm going to sit there. You're not gonna even going to want to watch it once it's finished. You're going to have seen it so many times. Having edited videos before, I've like all the videos I've ever put out, I've watched them so many times. I'm like, don't even care what it looks like now. I don't know. I don't know. You'll watch it at the premiere and then you'll be like, there's, probably never have like to see a, this again. There's like a reenactment scene, which I want to see like in, I want to see it in a big screen. You know Hell I mean? yeah. Like there's just, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's definitely the hardest thing I've ever done, like in a project wise. And it's in the beginning, it was obstacle after Like I felt like every, like it just, everything kept saying no, even though I was so like fired up about it. And now I feel like everything is just like weirdly, really falling into place. So it doesn't feel like work anymore. It just, oh. it's fun. This is like my, this is the, anything before this I didn't like, but this is my time now where I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, you know. It's exciting. I'm, re- I'm like, I don't know if it shows or not, but I'm like super fired up for you on this because I feel like your intentions are in the right fucking place and it's going to be very successful. Let's, 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 let's hope because, you know, life, life changes a lot. Should be happening. Yeah, was, <laughs> should be happening. I was thinking actually, um, knowing for those kids with candy, going back to that, to the fentanyl candy thing. So how, how that's going to be possible to help these kids not to, it's not because, you know, not to trust though, because if you take that way, it's not even normal human being, uh, not to trust your friend or not to trust. So how that's going to be helpful to one day to help these kids that that on that candy might be a fentanyl. So how you do that? That's you a question that you I can't. can't even imagine. How you there's anything you can do? Bring that up. Well, and let's just say we're assuming that the kid is offering the candy to their. Ki- their friend knowing that it's drugs how do you know that though because it can go hand by hand it, it could go. so that's the problem how it do you say to somebody that even he doesn't know let's say he doesn't know he's a it's a fentanyl you know and and it's like no you mm. cannot even from your best friend do not get candy how you bring i mean how you put that in in a 12 years old kid or even 10 Mm. I would not, I don't know ten, but yeah, that'd be middle school, so or no, like sad. twelve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how you? you know, I don't know. It's a, it's troubling to think about. Like that's something uh, that's uh, got to be so much talk about it and and come up with this. At that know. age, you don't you don't understand what you might die means. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, you guys look at this. What? It's like the f- our phone hears us, right? Oh my gosh. What? Literally, literally, it just says talk to your kids. That's the you picture see? we're talking this about. Is, this, exactly. is rainbow, exactly. this is rainbow fentanyl. It's it's created to look like candy and track your younger people. And yeah. who AKA doesn't like candy though? Kids. I mean, talk to yeah. me. You give it to me, I want it. Yes. Yeah. It's we crave for sugar. The first no, thing. I mean, kids, it's sad. It's at so that sad. age, they're, they're just, you can't comprehend the severity of any decision you make. No. Ever. And it just comes back to like this the war on drugs. Like, we gotta. It, the war on drugs has been a joke since Reagan kicked it off, and it has done nothing. But that's the only way is like lock down the border and shut down these cartels. Like it, you can't honestly sit here and tell me that the the largest military force in the world can't stop the war on drugs. You know what I mean? Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Then what that tells me is there's people with money in other places that want this to keep going on, and that's with privatized prisons, that's with the healthcare system. Because if you're addicted to drugs and you need rehab, you need health insurance, and health insurance needs 
pharmaceuticals because you need your gabapentin and all. You know, it's yeah. there's there's big money at play here that doesn't want this shit to go away. Yeah. And then there's yeah. also other world powers that want to disrupt things within our country. We're the greatest nation on earth, and I firmly believe that. And anything they can do to rock our boat, they're going to do. So sad. So you just got to you gotta raise good kids. That's what it is. Yeah. Be skeptical, you know. We got to raise a generation of skeptics. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, Deshira, it's been an incredible episode. Do you have any parting words of wisdom? Can you translate this? <laughs> parting words yeah, of wisdom. Any, any last minute any mi- yeah last inspirations? minute inspiration oh just be careful be careful what you uh, i'm talking about young generation be careful mm-hmm. what you take you know what what they give you and trust them and then on you know on people or or kids i say kids because i'm a mother of two kids but uh, kids that are out there and listening you know are tired or bored or um even a little bit, they say they are doing a little bit of what they are taking, and just please stop. Ask for help. It's you cannot do it alone. That's my thing. You cannot do it alone. And from my experience, you got to ask for help. You know, if you if you can, if you are at that point that you really are all day long like a tomato or like a sofa a potato couch, couch potato, potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly if you're a clay on the couch <laughs> yeah it's like you are useless and, and okay you are i take that back now <laughs> so anyway ask for help ask I, for help um, mm. i'm happy that you guys uh, invited wow. me and i you know i'll probably should do it an, another time in albanian language oh, oh that'd yeah. be great yeah. how many languages do you speak three so far so, so English, Albanian, and, and Italian. And Italian. Yeah. So, um, I Scraziata. Averdacci. Yeah. Mm. Si, si. <laughs> si. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would love to do it in Albanian. And um, Clea knows how to ask me some questions. So, I can reach out to some people, some friends, you know, that probably I'm sure they're struggling to out there. Mm. Nice. Okay. I like that. I'm okay, just going to sit and nod my head. Yeah. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, please call these guys, man. You got their email. You got anything to reach out. You know, they're humble. They're great. But don't call Claire. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Claire? Huh? What do you got? Parting words. Parting words is, um, you know, no, no, I got nothing too crazy. I just think, you know, everybody right now is focusing their, on their own life and following their path and everybody's killing it, you know. And if you're out there and you just feel like, you know, you you're not killing it and you're, you keep putting it off because of the habits that you got in your life. Like there's, you know, there's better options and there's way to, there's people that you can reach out to, to get some help. Oh yeah. And be on this path, you know, I, can we go eat? Yeah. <laughs> Dustin. Greek chicken. Ugh, gross. Whatever. Are you serious? Wait, get, I don't know. I've never wait, eaten there. Wait one more year in Lakeside and you're gonna be like, ugh. I've never eaten it. Well, that's how she is with fucking Eastbound. I like it though. A Greek chicken? We could go, whatever. Anyways, we have shit we have to do anyway, so we'll see. I don't know. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> I fucking love it. I think that your fucking mom is wonderful fucking lady. And, um, you know, this is going to be a fucking great episode. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you for coming on. I always enjoy having you on, and then the fact you brought your mother on here. We need to bring Spike on, because I told him. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking really down for that. He's really interesting. Honestly, 
If I could bring the doctor that we did the interview I'm down with, for that, too. He was so sick. Dude, we could do it at San Diego was, Harley, too, so it's not in the kitchen. I will. He wouldn't even care. He wouldn't even care? No, he's really passionate about what he's talking about. He was like a, he was in, he was San Diego's um, number one. Well, he worked in an ER for 20 years, and then he was like San Diego health rep of all the county for 35 years, and then he retired from that and then became um, the doctor at uh, McAllister just because he feels like he has helped in every, like, lung a lung disease, heart disease, and he felt like this is the only disease that he hasn't helped enough in. You should set up uh, Spike for next week. Really? Yeah, yeah. for real. Right. And then that doctor? That's fine. Okay. Yeah. And then the doctor, we're down for that. No, we got to do that. I'm telling you right now, he like he just he's like Loki Einstein. But yeah. like just like the way he carries himself, he's so sick. Anyways. Yeah, no. Hold on. Hold on. Keep talking. I'm looking something up. What are you looking at? I'm looking I'm looking up a song to go out to. Whoa, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. How come, um... Dog, you know how to work it. I know. I, what is this? Spotify? Yeah. I don't do Spotify. Put some respect on it. What are you, Apple Music? Uh, all day. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Spotify, cuz. Did you find it? I'm actually, there's a, a song I really like, but it's not... Just search, what. search for it. You can do that? Yeah. Yeah, search for it. Oh, it's probably difficult with those three-inch nails, but... Hater. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. Can you put it back against the wall? What do you search at? Which one is this one? What the There we fuck? go. There's the fucking one. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this, this coming up week, we have... Some major guests coming up. You want to talk about it real quick, Graf? Yes. Oh, yeah. So next Monday, we've got uh, Keychain Collective. I don't even know his name, but I just know he puts out the dopest product in the motherfucking game. He's coming all the way up from the IE out of the Redlands. And then on Thursday, uh, we have the fucking War Rhino coming on. Yeah. Shane is coming on the show. This is long overdue. Uh very grateful that he gave us a second chance to try to make this happen. Yeah. Dustin put it together. Could not be more excited. Uh, y'all motherfuckers ain't ready for this. Clea, thank you as always. Yeah. Rest in peace, G.I. Joe. Oh, shit. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Going all in for the money I'm with OMG, nigga. OMG, nigga. On my grind. On my grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pack against the wall, but no, I ain't quit. So I'm going all in for the money that I'm with. I still can't believe you didn't speak Albanian once. I'm not gonna eat it. This lifestyle that I live ain't much different than yours And this hood that I bang ain't much different than yours You know the rules Keep a strap hugging on your waistline you And keep your mouth closed if you facing time They wanna squabble, hit them hard like this baseline And always stay sharp like the teeth on the canine K's and Rest in peace, G.I. Joe Shout out to the 30s, 